0: Ah, the division that you all have been waiting for. It's going to be really funny when the Broncos still finish last place. Creasy Hacker Nation Welcome to another episode of podcast, the podcast where you don't have to pack your but it short sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Yeah, this division is going to eat itself, Grassy, and today we are finally wrapping up with the divisional predictions, and we have saved the best for last: the AFC West. This division. Is going to be a nightmare in which you have four potential playoff contending teams in which every single one of these teams upgraded during the offseason and now they're going to play against each other. And I wouldn't be surprised if they all lost to each other at least once. So, with that being said, let's start off with Thunder and the Denver Broncos. The Broncos making a major upgrade this season at QB. And you might be thinking, Tom, how could anybody be better than Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke? And I would say, well, there, viewer, it is possible. And they have done that with getting Russell Wilson, holy. Trading a bunch to get him, like said Drew Locke, Noah Fant and a few draft picks. But the Broncos definitely needed to make a move at QB, or they were just going to continue to just draft, probably terribly, at the QB position. So that's a big move. On top of that, their defense, yeah, they've suffered some losses, but they brought in Randy Gregory. Hopefully he could do well. PS2, otherwise known as Patrick Sertan II, was phenomenal in his rookie season. So their secondary should be pretty decent. And their offense, Javante Williams, phenomenal. Jerry Judy, if he could stay out of jail, should be really good. Cortland Sutton coming back from injury, should be really good. And now they have someone actually competent throwing the ball. Let's run. On top of that, Nathaniel Hackett poaching him from the Green Bay Packers. No, I'm still not bitter. So they're going to be better coach. Pat Shermer's no longer there. Dick Fangio's no longer there. So the Broncos have a lot to be excited about. And when they improved, I would say, wow, they have potential to win the division. And then I look at the rest of this division, taking a look at their tough games. And this is going to be the same for every single one of these teams. Their entire division twice, so the Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers, that's six games that are going to be very challenging. The 49ers, Colts, Titans, Ravens, Cardinals, and Rams are the other teams that could give the Broncos some problems. Taking a look at their floor, I see them at bare minimum finishing 8-9, and nine, and their ceiling is around a 12-5 and five record for me. I still think that they are going to be a playoff contending team. And looking at this schedule, if they're able to at least split with their division taking a look at some of these other teams i think they'll really struggle against a team like maybe like the colts the ravens and the rams which would still lead them at 11 and 6 so i feel pretty good with their ceiling being 12 and 5 it's just going to depend on how they're going to fare against the rest of the division because somebody's probably going to have to be the punching bag of the AFC West. Then you got the Kansas City Chiefs making it all the way to the AFC Championship game, then to blow it against the Cincinnati Bengals, and then they lost in golf against Aaron Rodgers. Good. You know what? It's not even true. Like, I like Patrick Mahomes. There's nothing wrong with him. It's just, like, Chiefs fans, you know, they kind of, they were like, hey, Man, look, Patrick Holmes won a uh, Super Bowl so early. Man, he's going to be so much more accomplished than Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Look what's happening. Regardless, regardless, it's not about that. The Chiefs uh, losing Tyreek Hill, so that was a problem. They bring in Juju Smith-Schuster. They bring in MVS, who should help at least with the speed component. They had one of the best drafts, and I really, really like how the Chiefs drafted. Of course, they're bringing in wide receivers, but they're addressing that secondary as well. But they have a pretty tough road ahead of them. Their tough games, again, besides their division, is going to be the Cardinals, the Colts, the Buccaneers, the Bills, Titans, Rams, Bengals, and 49ers. They arguably have the toughest schedule in this already difficult division. However, I think the Chiefs are still going to be a good football team. It took them a while to get going last year. Everyone thought that they were washed and they weren't going to be good anymore. I think that they won't get off to such a sluggish start. Yes, losing Tyreek Hill definitely hurts, but Patrick Mahomes is probably just going to wind up targeting Travis Kelsey even more. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, let's see if he's going to be able to take that next step as they really need him to. He was great in college. And so looking at their floor, I still think that they're a 10-win team. I'm looking at a 10-7 and record. However, their ceiling is probably the lowest for me in terms of differential. I see them having a ceiling of around 11-6 just because their schedule is more difficult than the Broncos. So I see them having an 11-6 record. I don't know if they're going to win the division with that, but they're probably still going to make the playoffs. Following that, you got the Raiders. The Raiders able to make it into the playoffs last year just because uh, the Chargers were calling timeouts. I know that's not the real narrative, but it's more funny, so let me enjoy it. The Raiders adding Devontae Adams, adding Chandler Jones to that defense. Chandler Jones, Max Crosby could make that defensive line a little bit uh, scary. Secondary, there's still some concerns there. That offense, I mean, Josh Jacobs in a contract year because they didn't renew his fifth-year option, so who knows what they're going to do with him. Carr, he really needs to step it up. Getting reunited with Devontae Adams, I think, should do wonders for his stat. Waller is going to be healthy. That offense could be really good if they're able to fire on all cylinders. They get Josh McDaniels, who I don't know if that's much of an upgrade. I did like what Rich Bisaccio was able to do in a pinch. Still got him to the playoffs, so we'll see if that was the right decision. Besides the divisional matchups, which are going to be tough games, they play the Cardinals, the Titans, the Saints, the Colts, the Rams, the Patriots, and the 49 those are the games that I circled that could be challenging. I think the Raiders have a little bit of an easier schedule, so I, I don't think they're going to be god-awful. However, with all the question marks that are there, and I do think the Raiders are going to struggle within their division, I see their floor being around 7-10. and 10. However, if they're able to be really good and all those guys are really able to contribute, I see their ceiling being as high as 12-5, and which is what the Broncos' ceiling is. So I don't think the Raiders are going to, you know, be god-awful or anything like that. I think they have the potential to have the lowest floor in this division, but, I mean, last year, a lot of people, including myself, counted them out, and they still made the playoffs. And then, finally... (sighs) You got the L.A. Chargers. The Chargers, oh, man. Uh, Let's put it this way. They had a good draft. Uh, They added some key pieces, including J.C. Jackson, which I really, really like for them. And if Austin Eckler's able to stay healthy, they should be a really, really good offense. Herbert, love the kid, phenomenal. Especially in that last game against the Raiders, good God. All those conversions on fourth down, guy is a star. Still have some great wide receivers. Mike Williams signed a big contract. You still have Keenan Allen. They're going to be a good football team this year. The thing is, can they be a great football team? I feel like it's every single season. Oh, the Chargers are going to be good. They were my dark horse Super Bowl pick last year, and they didn't even make the playoffs. Whether it is coaching and the analytics and just going forward or making stupid decisions, I think it's a mix of a couple of different things. I think it's sometimes penalties. I think it's sometimes the defense. Can they all put it together now? That's the question. Looking at their tough games besides the division, they got the Browns, the 49ers, the Cardinals, the Dolphins, the Titans, the Colts, and the Rams. So similar to the Raiders, but I think that they are a step ahead of the Raiders in terms of talent on their team. So I see their floor being around nine and eight, and their ceiling Being 12 and 5. And if you recall, that is now three teams in this division that I think have a ceiling of 12 and 5. If I. Was to put my cards on the table and gamble on one team to be the most successful out of this entire division. I think it is the Chargers. The Chiefs, they have that longevity, but there's a lot of nuances that are there, and they lost some key pieces like Tyreek Hill. The Chargers didn't really lose anybody, and they added some pieces. So, because of that, I think they have potential to get over that hump and maybe win this division. Again, I'm saying that with so much trepidation because every single time I'm high on the Chargers, they wind up disappointing me. And so if I was to make the attempt at ranking this, I would pick the Chargers finishing in first place, followed by the Chiefs, followed by the Broncos, and then finally, the Raiders. And again, there is a chance that all of these teams finish with a winning record and make the playoffs. So uh, because I'm picking the Raiders in last, doesn't mean I think they're going to be bad. I think that they have a high ceiling of 12 and 5. I just think that their floor is the lowest within the division based on the team that they currently have. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How the hell is this division going to shake out? Let me know. You know, always find me at com or TomGrossleyComedy at all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google for Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassley. And as always, Go Pat, Go!